0: Hey, what's going on, motivators? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. Let me see. Let me see how I can hit this out of the park on my ride home. 7:30. 72 degrees, perfect evening. Been a beautiful day. I didn't see too much of it because I was in there working on the patients making joints move, relieving pain, putting smiles on faces, and fire under the asses of the masses. You know, I could talk about a lot of things. Even the brief rundown I saw, you know, 20 patients today, something like that. Some wonderful human beings I'm proud to call my my friends, and I'm proud to care for these people. Yeah, that's right, I said my friends. They're folks who I don't have to go home with. I don't have to sit around the dinner table at the end of the day. In some cases, I'm very thankful for that. As I always say, people are wonderful and they're terrible. They are brilliant and they are tortured. They are positive and they are Negative and they are traumatized, and they are looking for someone to to talk to. And I think, as I've said before, on many occasions, people just want to be heard. They want to offload some of their shit. They want to tell you what's going on with them. I had a guy just earlier tell me about uh, how his dog organization... It's like a breeder's sort of... Or a fucking dog owner's club that he's the president of. That somebody who's a newbie sent him an email in all caps. That guy's probably in 70 almost. And he was pissed and he talked about how he he's got a, a decent ability to communicate, which I agree, and he doesn't like what somebody sends him an all caps email, which I don't I don't enjoy either, but um, basically said that he can tell people, he had somebody remark to him one time, hey, I can't believe that do you, do you real- think that patient, that uh, cl- customer realizes that you told him to fuck himself without actually telling him to fuck himself, like... Communication is key, and it's a brilliant thing, and it's important, and it's very much out right now. Out, I mean, people are doing it very poorly and verily, and in such abundance that the devil is, you know, in the details. We got sirens blaring at the CBS, what's going on over there? hope everyone's all right. We got the fuzz pulled up. We got a fucking I don't know what that is—an ambulance or something. Hope everybody's okay. So that's a cool story. And another guy tell me about Florida. He used to live in Florida, and he's talking about how he had friends. He said the heat got to him and people. Or we talked about how coastal dwellers. man. my belief that coastal dwellers are light have a lot of pirate in their blood like to do crazy things maybe people all over do and there's versions of pirates everywhere but Florida I asked why are people so crazy in Florida why do I always hear about all these these crazy stories he said the heat and uh, you know he agrees that people are a lot of transients down there he said it was great to have a boat and go out there boat slip and go out there and go fishing but then there was the red tide and the toxic algae blooms and it wasn't good for kids and talks about all kinds of shit like that, how he had friends who were fishermen who would talk about picking up these, they were called square groupers You all know that groupers and really nice white fish flaky white fish, delicious if I could get a fucking a, uh, a fish taco I would like a grouper. Grouper's really, really good. Or uh, maybe an orange roughy. I think that's endangered. Hell, it's all endangered now. Anything but tilapia. Tilapia's got a distinct flavor I don't care for. As my former, or as my deceased grandmother-in-law once would exclaim, don't care for it? I didn't care for it. Yeah, I tried her tomato sauce. Didn't care for it. The guy's talking about square groupers, and, and these are bales of weed. And the guy's talking about how he would refine it, he would keep it. At one time, he was sitting on top of a bale, threw a towel on top of it, was talking to the Coast Guard. He would keep it and do whatever with it. You know, Imagine you get a bale of weed. That was an interesting conversation. I had a bunch of folks I talked to today about trauma and about special needs and about things that people go through. Now, we all know people that are, you know, like, what happened in my life today? What, what was something that was stressful to me today beyond that it was a Monday and I had a beautiful, beautiful, productive weekend. Spent a lot of time with my family. Carved a bunch of pinekins. Sold a shitload of these things. Made a good buck. Had the kids out painting and finishing and tying raffia on. It was it was a beautiful thing. It was a, it was a beautiful weekend. So to ro- rotate back to Monday was was challenging. Was stressful. But I hit it in stride. I went to frickin' Planet Fitness early in the morning. Had a good workout in. Did 500 step climbers. This is after fucking laboring in the sunshine. Um, not a hardship exactly, but really working hard all weekend. I'm surprised I feel as good as I do. Tried to rehydrate, tried to get some good chow in me. I went to Planet Fitness, and I did a frickin' nice workout... Got to the office an hour ahead of time. Knocked out some paperwork. Felt good. There she is, Planet Fitness. I'm gonna buy my staff members memberships. I'm gonna get them an annual membership to Planet Fitness. I think that's a nice gift. Nice gesture. I can't afford... Uh, i got part-time employees, but... I can't afford to, to buy them insurance. You know, at least one of them could use it. But I can give them the gift of health in the form of a, a gym membership. I tell you, if you're listening, you need to get your fucking ass at the gym. You need to do some cardio and some resistance training. And get in there and pay a little attention to yourself. It don't no matter how old or rickety or you are or how fat or whatever how lazy. Get in there and just start. It's just a discipline. It's putting one foot in front of the other. Literally and figuratively. Get on those there's plenty of room. There's nobody looking at you. Get in there and do some fucking weights. Do some kettlebells. Do some machines. I'll show you the ropes if you want me to. God, i friggin' uh, a guy was pleading with me not too long ago. Hey, you know, you take me to the gym and show me how I got I really need to do this and the guy I know showed me. Like, you asked me, motherfucker. I'm willing to do this. I'm willing to take time out of my life and help you. And the guy just dropped the ball. I don't know what happened. I hope he's okay. You know, seemed like he really needed this win. And I was willing to help him. So I'm sitting this ear about it. Get your asses in the gym. Make you feel like a million dollars. So right now, just, you know... Feeling like, I'm, like I still got a good pump. But I, look, I went to the, my point is I went into the week optimistic, fulfilled, ready to go. I felt good. Then somebody took a fucking giant shit in my toilet and clogged it up. Now I got a fucking plumber's coming over tomorrow. That pissed me off and it took me off mission a little bit. So this has happened before and it pisses me off because it's my own little building and I like it clean, and tidy, and functional, and now, you know, a plumber's got to come out, we got to troubleshoot this again, it's just, it's a detail that I don't need in my day, you know, <clears throat> I'm thankful to have my man Paul, F- Robert Palfrey, this guy, saved my ass on plenty of occasions. He's a plumber in Lansdale. Really, is a former Marine, too, so we get along well. He's helped me out on more than a few occasions, unfortunately. And the sort of thing is this. Like, shit happens, they say, I don't want to... I, I, I might have clogged a toilet in my day, but it wasn't... I can count the number of times I clogged a toilet on one hand. And I don't think I've ever clogged a toilet so I need to call a plumber. You know, usually you fucking... Plunge it or whatever, and you're good to go. I cannot stand plumbing problems. It it pisses me off. It disgusts me, and it's something that I don't fucking need in my day anyway. And you know, I think about this. I'm juggling my little. You know, I got to put a friggin' closed. You know, restroom out of order. I got another one in the office, but I don't want just anybody using that shit. I don't want the public coming in there. So anyway, I come out and I catch my one of my patient, the last patient in the morning, I, whom I love, but is just crazy as a fucking shithouse rat, okay? And always unhappy, staring. She's stare inside, half in the friggin' bathroom, with a staff member who's plunging the toilet, and I'm like come on back. You know, like, what are you doing? Come on. Don't need her with her nose in the toilet fucking lunch. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, can I go home on lunch and see my dog? So that was my problem for the day. Then I, you run across people who have real problems, you know. It's not just fucking turn in the goddamn toilet. And i will talk to my man, Paul. I, I've told a story about him before. His thing is, I, I try to... <laughs> try to make light of a bad situation. So he's coming out. Obviously, I'm paying him for his time. But I'll say, you know, he's like, yeah, it looks like it's a clog is, is outside. It's not in the toilet. It looks like it's in the line outside again. I'm probably going to have to take your toilet off. And I'm going to, you know, it's going to be a little involved. I could use your help. When can you meet me tomorrow? I'm like, what, is it a turd? And he, he doesn't respond whether or not it's a turd. Usually he'll say something like if I prod him, he'll say, yeah, you know, it's like any could be anything, you know, it could be a, like a wet nap. You know, I see you got these, these uh, friggin' Clorox wipes in here. People might just be taking those and cleaning up after themselves and then flushing them down the toilet. And one of those is all it takes. It could be sludge or whatever. Is it a turd? Hey, I it could, whatever. So I love fucking with them about that. I got my little my little banter. Anyway, we're gonna do battles with the turd tomorrow. So that's that's gonna be fixed. But you run into people with real problems. You know what I mean? Like I know people who who have advanced disease processes. You know, people who are Suffering from things like, or dealing with things like cancer, diabetes, um, heart disease, like serious things like mental illness. You know, I had somebody on on my weekend contact me and say, you know, say, hey, uh, you know, call me. And I returned, you know, correspondence and individuals said, oh, I just called the suicide hotline. Uh, so, like, you know, I'm okay. We're we're managing it, but I just want to... Re- you know, I'm touched that someone would reach out to me who's in dire straits who has a, a problem that is that bad. And and there there are problems that are terrible that people are dealing with. So I guess my assertion, you know, I don't have to give you too many examples, but I I know people that really, they have some serious physical and mental problems and struggles in their life. And we should just shut the fuck up about when somebody clogs a toilet, you know what I mean? Big fucking deal. Life's going to go on, you know. We're fortunate. Goddamn clogged toilet. We should be so fortunate, right? So count your blessings. All the bullshit that we sweat and we fret about, it's all bullshit. Don't sweat the small stuff, as they say. And it really comes down to it It's all small stuff. You'll know when you come across somebody who's got a problem. Right? You ever get humbled like that? Today was one of those days for me. Little small things that I... That I fret about that become part it's interesting the things that become part of our our week like our challenges the things that we're up against oh had a real hard day I mean not to make light of that but cause everybody should be heard and honored but a clock toilet isn't a fucking terrible isn't a hard day you know across town or in the next house there's somebody dealing with a real struggle, you know, maybe they can't pay their mortgage or maybe they've been given some diagnosis, some terrible affliction. It's going to be all right. It's good to be humbled. It's good to have a comparison as unfortunate as it is, you know. Be the control group. Control group meaning that we're people with comparatively zero problems. And then you got the experimental group are people that are really saddled with some crazy, unfortunate, chronic shit. (coughs) We're just a placebo. We think there's a problem. And a quote from one of my little stoic quote um, images there said something to the effect of um, if you admit you're injured, then you're injured. Like in order to, to have a problem, you have to acknowledge it. If you don't acknowledge shit, if you, you know, keep a stiff upper lip and shoot from the hip and just frickin' roll with stuff and get over things, then you're gonna have a good life. But if you've got a terrible outlook and you're chronically depressed and you are angry at the world and you know, people tell you these things, I never would dishonor them. You know, because I have my own problems. I have my own anxiety and depression. We all do. To some a greater or lesser extent, you know, it's it's a fact of life. I would never you know you can see you are all comparing situations you know somebody tells you oh you never believe what happened today this, this and that, and the other thing, and you want to come back with oh my gosh, I knew somebody exact I had that exact same thing happen because you're trying to kind of you're trying to relate and you're also trying to it's not like a one upsmanship, but it's kind of like you know you are you're comparing notes so I would never make light of anybody's situation. But sometimes you listen to somebody, you listen to people talk, you know, this is a person I know. Everything. Oh, I'm really having a bad day. Yeah. What else is new? You know what I mean? Like, what, what fucking else is new? Here's the problem with always being a mope. People don't want to be around you. They they only want to hear so much. They can only take so much... Before they... They unfortunately write you off. You know? <clears throat> the sky is falling. The sky is falling. Chicken little. You know? I'm not saying it's... You know... Trying to be an asshole. I'm just... It's a fact of life. People you you know that person who's like, oh my God. Like they write it on social media. I can't fucking believe it. You got to be kidding me. And all these people come in, you know, friends of that individual. And they're like, hey, are you okay? Is everything all right? Let me know. You know, if I can help in any way, let me know. They're like coming to your rescue. I've been that person. I had somebody write years ago. Hey, you know, I'm such a piece of shit, I don't even deserve to live. Some really degrading, self-hate sort of stuff. And myself and dozens of other people got on there and were like, Hey, you know, you're look, I think you're great, you know, I think you're funny, I think you're smart, I think you're beautiful, I, I'm proud to be your friend and I stand by you, sort of stuff. Stuff in that in that vein. And... You know, it was acknowledged but the same people keep doing the same stuff. So when it's a a broken record and that individual keeps on telling you how terrible things are and you know, you run into people who really have problems comparatively, like they really got shit on their plate. You just, you, you finally, you're like, you know what? I'm fucking done hearing this person bellyache about this, that, and the other thing. I have my problems. I got some shit on my plate, so I don't want to hear your bullshit about, you know, you... Whatever. Had to get the rug replaced because, you know, you had a hole in your roof. Sorry, it's an unfortunate situation. I had somebody that I know and love who's, you know, really suffered a loss. So I get time to listen to your bullshit. You know what I mean so just a word of the wise to people who would complain about things. I, I always I think it's important to be humbled. I think we catch ourselves doing it daily. Right? Oh, I'm so tired. I mean how many times have I said how tired I am? But I'm fulfilled like you know what? Maybe maybe the fact, but Me fucking too, man. I got a job. I got things. I had somebody who, you know, is really sad. I had somebody who, uh, you know, is an older person and is been kind of like, how can I say it? doesn't have any life. You know? Doesn't have any life. How you doing? You've been going, you know, you've been in the gym? No, I haven't been there for a while. How's everything else going? You doing this? Oh, I can't do this. It's like, it's Groundhog Day. No. I'm trying to tell her how, you know, we need to try new things. We need to go out there and, you know, it's a beautiful weekend. You do anything? No, I don't do anything anymore. Well, Clearly, you're depressed. We have to, you know, try to break these cycles. We have to be there for one another. You know, I'm always there for people. I, I love helping people, I love seeing people through problems. You want to see people help themselves too. Sometimes very difficult. But we got to do that. We got to be there. We got to encourage. I mean, I've seen some situations recently where. People that are just it seems like they have omnipresent stresses, like people sick and dying in their families, people you know struggling with physical and mental illness. they just seem like kaput you know like they don't have any gas left in the tank and they're losing their patience for one another and they're being terribly cruel to one another and they don't have much hope so I hate to see that I hate to say see the way people treat one another when they're under stress when they're under duress You can feel it, you know You want to help, but you You get the sense that You have the sense that you You can't Solve this problem Like you can't extract somebody from a situation As much as you'd like to Like I try to take a lot on A lot of um, Anguish, a lot of Stress, a lot of hopelessness. I try to, that's what making motivation is, you know, I share this with you guys. I try to drive the point home that, that I care and I want to help people and make these observations. I want to help people. I want to help myself. You know, I feel like when shit hits the fan in our lives... That you know, it's never too late. I had somebody tell me this afternoon. Um, you know, I know the families that said, "Uh, yeah, I'm the I'm the one in our, in the family that I I don't have my shit together. Like I'm kind of like the loser." You're like, oh well, I appreciate you coming in. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm the I'm the loser. I'm the I'm the one that doesn't have their shit together. And that is somebody's opinion of themselves, even if they're. Voicing what they feel, other people, how other people feel. What a terrible thing to say about yourself. What a a terrible thing to admit that you feel this way or that you think that other people have this opinion. Never admit that. Sometimes people don't feel strong, They they don't have the strength to fight these whatever. Feelings, assertions, stereotypes. But I feel like, as stated before, if you feel injured, well then you are. So it's almost like you need to lie to yourself and lie to other people about who you are. What you're made of. Don't ever admit to yourself. I mean, you, on the one hand, you got to, you know, in order to grow, you need to admit some things. What you're good at, what you're not so good at, what your limitations might be. It's important to, to level with yourself. And if you don't, other people will know that about you. They'll point that out at some point in time when they lose patience with somebody. Like, you know, hey man, you look, you're a scumbag. You know. Imagine that, imagine like doing something terrible, doing something with such repetition, some character flaw that was so strong that you just, you know, just who you are and people know it about you. That's what you're known for. Oh, that's my brother-in-law. He's kind of an asshole. He's always talking about, uh, you know, all the things he has and how important his job is and all that. Imagine, and, like, imagine if, like, you were really accomplished and you had whatever, degrees and money and cars and vacation houses and all that cool shit. And, you know, it seemed to me like talking about it fucking last thing you should do. And if anything, you should be sensitive that other people... <clears throat> you should be sensitive that other people are going to think that about you. Hey, this this guy, thinks, Bet you he thinks he's a high roller. No, you don't fucking drive around a goddamn Maserati. You, if you want to, you can, but might as well pull your dick out. Just drive a fucking sedan. You're going know, to have a normal house. Have some nice things, but you don't have to be a, a whore about it. Anyway, I'm trying to trying to talk sense here. I'm saying people are complex. People are complicated. It's obvious. We know. We all know people every day like this. You know that have complex individuals, complex personalities, tremendous, lovable people. And we all struggle. I mean, did you catch yourself today? Losing your cool, losing your edge, you know. At Planet Fitness there I had my friend who you know meets me sometimes and he showed up 15, 20 minutes late. Well, that's fine. But I imagined when I was uh, you know, I was happy to see him there at all and maybe I'll do the same thing next time I'll be a little bit late I think I was a few minutes late first time we linked up there but I imagine him kind of like after a long beautiful weekend dragging his ass up out of the rack and going down you know making that trip to the to the friggin gym against all odds dragging his ass to the gym getting a workout in and then he's happy but he wrote about it this is what I did today I didn't get to respond to it yet but I, I got my workout in too so mission accomplished we're all flawed we all fall short but we fucking came home with the win we're fighting back we all gotta fight back you know whether you're a frickin' a piece of shit or you're comparatively perfect. We all need to keep on grinding, keep on doing our best. Or else we're fucked. A close with a Quick story about a friend of mine. Guys, a, a very um, successful construction guy, managing projects, big working for big companies, and he's got a report this week. He's got a report to a group. You know, they're doing all these construction jobs on. Uh, on this particular company campus and it's a big deal There's guys probably making a great living and doing a lot of great work and he's an important guy now who's in charge of this construction crew he's got to get up there and speak and I said I think he shared this with me because we have good conversations and he knows that I'm not Shy. I'm kind of a character. I like to talk. Sometimes, at least to him, I like him. And I said, well, "What do you think of how do you feel about that?" He goes, "I'm, I'm petrified. I, I can't speak uh, very well. I always get nervous as hell." And I understand how he, I could tell. I could tell by his, you know his face is blushing a little bit. big, strong guy. done all kinds of things. Got everything to be confident about, as far as I know. seems like a real good man. And so I'll say, you know don't be shy. Don't hide yourself away from the world and discuss this about you know, members of my family. I used to be bashful. I used to be scared of my own shadow. I used to hate it when people would do, uh, you know, those round robin. Hey, introduce yourself. A little icebreaker. Tell me about you. Some little bit about yourself and what you like to do. And people fucking hate that. Put them on the spot. Ask them speak. You know, the public speaking is the fucking terrorizing. It's a it's a terrible task for so many people. They're scared out of their mind. This guy, with so much capability, with so much confidence in other ways, is really shy about expressing himself. He's afraid, I don't know, he's going to stutter or misspeak. And that is terrible to me. Like, I, I would probably be like that, too. I would be excited. I would be nervous about it. And I would strive to turn that into excitement. And I've, I've stood up there in front of large groups of people on many occasions now. So I'll go up there and fucking do it, man. I'll I'll light these people on fire with a speech. I'll I'll get people riled the fuck up. So I hope he's able to do that. Because, you know, I really think highly of this man. I'm going to send him a little encouraging, a little note of encouragement because I think that he deserves to stand in front of, of this group of people and appreciate a victory, to stand tall, to tell folks what, they're, you know, what he's made of and what he's doing and, and how they can count on him. fact of the matter is, my friends, most of us are scared out of our minds. We don't know exactly what to do, how to act, how to, you know, going out into the world. It's scary. But shit, you know, if you've been given this opportunity, if you've been around and you've made it to adulthood in this world, and no doubt we got it good in the West here, but it's still, you know, hard knocks. School of hard knocks. We get beat around. We have interactions, relationships. We have jobs. We lose jobs. We get another job. We're happy. We're sad. We are these, these you know, strung with emotions, saddled with emotions pondering our next move and fretting everything that we've done or that we are to do that we have done regrets ups and downs of life if you get to the fucking adulthood and you got a you know some feathers in your cap stand tall and tell people you know claim your fucking victory man tell people how it's going to be express yourself there's no reason why somebody like this guy shouldn't stand tall and perform this, what seems like a very small token gesture, standing and reporting on whatever is going on. You know, all these other people are, are going to be out there that are going to be speaking. They're going to be petrified too. Most of them are. These people with degrees and frickin' suits and shiny shoes and all that stuff. They gotta stand up there and they're gonna be scared out of their minds as well. Maybe some of them will have a lot more practice than this guy has, but still. Get up there and fucking show them what the waves you gotta be. Speak. Be heard. Don't be shy about this shit. Don't be shy to live. And anybody who's out there who's saddled with problems and they you seem like you're... fuck is that? Monday Night Football. People are saddled with problems out there and scared and scared of their own shadow and self-conscious and hiding yourselves away from the world. We have one fucking chance. That's not true. We have numerous chances, but we've been given this this precious life. We're here, and we should stand, and we should speak, and we should represent, and we should laugh, and we should love, and we should be good to one another. You look at some of the fucking the tales of woe out there. I mean, there are people out there that are just... they Some people have real problems, and so many others have imagined problems so just getting back to the fucking back on track let's help everyone we can let's open our hearts to people and have the you know strive to have the patience and the love and the kindness and the the selflessness to to do our society a solid to try to fucking help people because someday we may need help And if somebody's got an intractably terrible situation, God, we need to fucking throw as much resources as we can at that to solve these problems. Because they don't just affect that one person. You know, anxiety and depression and loss and disease and all these things. They don't just affect, the biggest take-home, in my opinion, is they don't just affect that individual who's got cancer or who's got mental illness or who's... Got intractable strife, chronic problems. They affect everyone in that person's life. So let's fucking hose down that fire. Do it tomorrow. Before you catch yourself bitching and moaning about how your pants are too tight, or how you got fucking monkey butt, or a pimple on your fucking face, or. You know, you're 20 pounds overweight or you're, you know, you hate your job, hate your spouse. Can't pay your, whatever it is. Remember, somebody else has got it fucking far worse. Try to throw your freaking resources and work together with other people to make this world a better place. And take the pain away for people. It matters. If we can put, if we can put all these little fires out. Everybody grabs a fucking bucket. Bucket brigade. Start fucking dousing flames, man. Start lowering your tone when you're talking to people. Start adjusting your tone in a positive sense to make people feel good and to understand. And to greet people with love, not antagonism or hate or misunderstanding or impatience. I'm talking to myself as well as I'm talking to you guys. God, this world is so fucking wonderful. It's such a gift to be alive today. And you run across people that just really are wonderful. And some are terrible. And you're going to try to help people. And they're going to fuck you right in the ass. Sometimes, you know, they're going to, you're going to waste, you're going to feel like, wow, I wasted my time trying to do that. But don't let it change you. Don't let it change your heart. Don't stop being a good person because you got dumped, you got dumped on, you got hurt, you got injured. Don't perceive that injury, you know. Don't recognize it. Be too quick to recognize it. Because once you do, you go up in flames. You're fucked. Anyway, I'm rambling. A lot of times when I'm uh, issuing these podcasts, when I'm recording them, it's after a long day, and I've had many adventures, and I've had a lot of encounters and some stress, but I always try to come full circle and come out with some positives, you know? This is life. Challenges. Perception, trying to spin it to the positive, trying to trying to come home with a win, trying to you know take something positive away. And it's Monday. It's the end of a long, hard day. I'm intact, going in to see my family, kiss my family, hug them, hold them tight, snuggle with my dog, take a shower, wash my nasty old ass, and do it all again tomorrow. Lord knows there's going to be challenges. I'm just going to have to continually crumble the booger. I noticed uh, over the last couple of days, one of those small details that you notice that uh, is kind of like evidence of you know, all the things that you like to do, but you can't always scratch those itches. I got fucking nose hairs that look like they're boogers in there because I have fucking gray nose hairs. I'm going to trim them up tonight, so will let you guys all know that. <clears throat> okay, I hope you guys take something fucking away from this. Let me summarize. There's great people out there. There's fucking monsters out there. Everybody deserves help. We need to fucking gather our bucket brigade. Everybody dip your fucking bucket in the water and start dousing fires. If everybody does that and works together, then the world doesn't go up in flames. If we don't do that, we are fucking doomed. If you're... uh uh, mope, and you need some uh, shoulder to cry on. I'm your guy. Be that person for somebody else. All right. If you if you're dealing with anxiety or depression or stage fright or you know trying to cope with loss or you need information, lean on the people around you, and let them do the same to you. You know. Everybody's got strengths and weaknesses. Everybody's got power and depletion. Everybody needs to fucking, we this thing called life. We need to cooperate or we're going to get it right in the butthole. All right? Let's go after it tomorrow. Chest out, shoulders back. Huh! <laughs>